Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten and we're sat in the Piazza San Carlo in quite a dreary uh, Torino. It's the day after Juventus won Manchester United 2. That was Juventus 1, Manchester United 2. That was a 2-1 win for Manchester United against the seven times consecutive champions of Italy, one of the favourites for the Champions League this year. And Manchester United fucking beat them. And isn't that absolutely wonderful? And I'm sat here with a load of lads who were at the game. Later on in the podcast, we'll be joined by Jamie Carragher, who's obviously delighted that Manchester United won, and Wes Brown and Paddy Crerand. And sat here with lads who are regulars on the, the podcast. They were in the United end last night. I was in the, the press box attempting to, to work and be, be professional. But how can you be when an 89th-minute Benucci on goal flies in? I mean, I would, have, I would have settled for a draw all day long, but... Before I speak to the lads, I thought United's fight coming back was fantastic. Matters free kick was brilliant. Of course, Juventus dominated and Ronaldo might have been a bit marred when he said that United offered little. Well, they got three points. That's all that matters. And we've had some tough times, especially in the post-Fergie era. There's been lots of trips to Europe where the low point has been the game. But that was fantastic last night. The lads I'm with were in the United end. I was sat opposite it. I thought the United end sounded really, really good and it got better and better. And I love the contrast. One minute it's we'll never die in defiance or slaughtering City ahead of the derby. And a minute later it's do, 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 Marouane Fellaini. So it was one of them trips where anything goes. Um, Steve Armstrong. Um, good morning. How was... Good morning. Don't sound too enthusiastic. Um, how, one day you're going to give me a break from these things. I know, mate, but <laughs> needs must. Um, how was the experience as a fan, first of all, last night? Because mm. uh, young boys fans had a lot of problems coming into this ground and we were worried that similar would happen. You know, being kept in for ages after the game, having your shoes taken off, someone selling your shoes. I don't know. How was it? You were in there. Yep. Uh, well, it's the best nil-nil we've ever been here because we got off after 62 minutes. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, Did you? Yeah. It was I, one I, of them. I admire your honesty in admitting you, that. Yeah, well, well, at the end of the day, you make decisions in life, don't you? And you stand by them, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, was it the wrong decision? Not really. I mean, look, you know, I... I uh, would I rather have been in the ground to watch the two goals go in and go ballooning around? Yeah, but at the same time, you weigh up the risk of... You know, United were being quite open about you're going to get cut back in for XXX amount of time. And I think United even text to say... Um, if you're going to get off, um, you know, go on, go go some sometime before the 70th minute or something like that. So you know, you, you, know, you, you make these choices, and sometimes it works for you, sometimes it doesn't. Um, we got outside the ground uh, onto the main road just as Juventus scored. Obviously, we heard the noise, and that was obvious what had gone on there. Um, and then we equalised in the taxi, <laughs> uh, which was hilarious because the guy was taking the piss out of us big time, the driver. Um, so that was funny because you've travelled to Italy to watch a game of football and you've not seen the no, two not, win, not, the no, two not just because he was a Juventus fan who yeah. was just happy that his team were beating United um, right. he's still got 90-99 to, 
to dwell on, I think. But um, so that was that was funny. Um, so we're like bouncing around in his in his car. It was a bit like I don't know if anyone's ever seen that episode of Only Fools and Horses where they get in the car after they've just got six million quid for that watch and the, the van's shaking like fuck outside. It was like that. Um, and then we went uh, we went into a restaurant for a bit for a bite to eat and we watched the last sort of ten minutes on the telly in there and obviously we saw it we saw it go two one in there so this. You know, crockery going all over the place. So, hey, it was, it is what it is. So, um, we should do a podcast only on Only Fools and Horses one day. Remember yeah. when they launched Peckham Spring? It was like a spring water, which they wanted to sell around yeah, the, 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 yeah. the non-existent cafe culture yeah. of South London. Yeah, it tastes like a beer over there. Um, yeah, so yeah, it is, it is what it was. But I mean, back to the point about um, getting in the ground. It was on top. It was full on. But I always think if you're going to do that sort of stuff, then for God's sake, make it organised. Um, and keep the peace if you're going to be the authorities controlling that sort of stuff. Because I think what normally aggravates the scenario is isn't so much what they've said they're going to do. Look, we live in a world now where this isn't just about football fans. This is about stadium safety and security. So it's a wider thing than it used to be. Um, I think from our point of view, what you want when these things are imposed on you is, is, is if they execute it right, then it, it's manageable. I would say. It was fine. It didn't take ages to get in. Um, it was a full-on search. Showed ID a couple of times. Shoes off. Shoes back on, and then in. What did he do? Took his shoe off, like look inside. Search, search your shoe. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, Newcastle fans would have been buzzing with that, wouldn't it? Yeah, Georges would have liked that. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, exactly. But yeah, it, it, look, it is what it is, and that's the way of the world nowadays. So you've got to you've got to kind of deal with it. But yeah, we, as I said. Um, I don't know how long people got kept back for, if at all. Um, but uh, you know, we made the decision. So none of none of you saw the. Okay, you saw saw the goals. Uh, anything eventful happened on the trip? Any dodgy hotel rooms? We saw, we saw Fellaini's brother. You saw Fellaini's and brother. He had, some, he had some custom trainers with twenty-seven on. Um, right, Fellaini trainers. We, I don't we, like the this oh. Italian trend. Walking past all these designer stores in. <laughs> In Milan and Turin for 80 style trainers. They look horrendous. Unbelievable. Like 400 quid. They're absolutely horrific. So no, no one's no one's been victim of any well, pranks or anything like that. Your hotels have been okay. Well, we, we did. Well, I'll, Monday night. What you're looking at now? Right, I'm looking at a picture of the room on Monday night. Where? Go on. You can describe what happened. <laughs> so Monday night we spent in Cambridge. Um, Why? Stansted. Yeah, flew out of Stansted. Well, we, we had an early flight, 8 a.m. So. We decided to drive down on the Monday afternoon. Gets to Cambridge, nice and cider. Goes out, something to eat, a few beers. Back to the room. Steve Armstrong's a pop quiz, because they threw us out of the pub at 10 p.m. <laughs> you wouldn't know a good night in Cambridge if it jumps up and fucking bit him, to be fair. But, um, so, gets back to the room. I don't, if, have you ever shared a room with Steve? Yeah. He snores. Badly. And I'm all right if I can get to sleep first. I'm good, nothing will wake me up. I'll sleep through an earthquake. <laughs> but Steve literally put his head on the pillow and within 15 seconds he was in a deep sleep, snoring his fucking head off. So I put over it for like kind of half an hour. I thought, I can't handle this anymore, it's doing me, you know what I mean? I go to that reception. <laughs> You've got to get me out of here, it's fucking... <laughs> I'm cracking up. <laughs> so the girl says, well, I've got another room. Went, right, I'll have it. She had 66 quid. Oh, fuck it, I'll have it. So, gives me MasterCard. Fucking, she gives me the key. I walks in the room to that scene I've just shown you on my phone. Basically, a fucking laundry room. About 100 quilts, 
bales of towels, not a fucking, just a mattress, no covers on the bed or anything. But was that pissed and that knackered and fucking fed up with him? I thought, I, I just opened a few of the laundry bags and threw all the gear on top of me. Got me fucking hanging, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he just started pissing himself the next day. Do you know what I mean? I got no sympathy whatsoever. But... The thing, the thing is, right, is he's, he's paid more for two hours' kip away from me than we've paid for five flights to get here. That's, that's the best part of that. But, uh, they were about 15 each or something daft like that. It wasn't, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It might have been a bit dearer. I think going home was dear, but the ones out here weren't. But, yeah, we've got another mate, Drew, and um, me and him are probably the... I mean, he's worse than me, isn't he? Drew, Drew Snow's worse yeah, than you, yeah. But, once me and him were in the same room together and we were that bad as a pair that next door knocked on the told us to shut up. So, but yeah, it's what it is, isn't it? The lucky. Um, I stayed in a hostel in Milan on after the game because I arrived in Italy at short, pretty short notice and there were no hotels in Milan at all, cheaper than 400 quid. So I ended up in a hostel, aged 44. <laughs> you know, you might think I've got this life, you know, getting lifts to games from Nemanja Vidic. I stayed in a 17 euro hostel and it was horrific. And then I arrived in Turin and there were no hotels at all, so I had to pay 170. I don't think I've ever paid that much for a hotel on a European trip. But there was nothing, there was no Airbnbs, there's no hostels. It's not even a big uh, tourist city. I mean, they've spruced it up a lot since we last visited here and it staged the Winter Olympics. And I really like the centre, the Baroque centre of Turin uh, but no there were no there was no accommodation whatsoever so you saw the you saw the goals then what was it like in the United end it was bouncing on that winner wasn't it um, <coughs> you know there was a few of us rolling around um, on the seats and all that and uh, we weren't sure if um, I'm not sure who's, if, if Pogba had got the winner, to be honest. Yeah. But I well, think it, it did was, look, it was a scramble, yeah. but the UEFA gave it to Bonucci. But was it or Sandro, was it? UEFA said Bonucci, but right. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, like I could say, we didn't really see it when we were yeah. rolling around and all that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. The yeah, atmosphere sounded good. Good end, good end, yeah. Brilliant end. Yeah, it was, yeah. Both top and bottom, you know. Yeah. We're in the lower tier. Good. Can't fault us. I thought we actually played all right, to be honest. Yeah, you know, I know they had a lot of the ball and all that, but the guy made a couple of saves, didn't he? Did they, did they really create... You know, we've had a few drinks, so you're not, obviously not really... Uh, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Ashley Young played well in defence. Victor Lindelof did a good job on, on Ronaldo. It was, it was definitely more encouraging than the first leg uh, at Old Trafford, especially the first half of that. There's a large party of Italian... Students walking They're past quiet, us now, they? and they are definitely not quiet as they walk past the, the quite beautiful Cafe Torino. But I feel we could be potentially in a tourist trap here. You know, you hear them stories of Japanese tourists going to Rome or Venice and getting an eight, euros. 1800 uh, euro bill. We're just ordering coffees here, and we're in prime, prime spot in the middle of. And we've, have you, has anyone seen any prices yet? Yeah, 67 euros. Oh, 67 euros. for what? 10 coffees, 7 euros each. Right, so that's not <laughs> Stevenson Square prices. I'm paying, am I? <laughs> right, I'm being, being stung. What was United in last night? Well, waited a few years for a big away game like that, in Europe, and I think it was a good end. The Calypso was something special, I thought, last night in the first half. Like I say, waited a few years for a big European away trip like that, so I think everyone made the most of it. I think every, absolute, everyone that goes to the games on a weekly basis was there last night. Everybody seemed to be a 
I enjoyed it. And it's the third successive away win in Turin. I mean, it's just an incredible statistic, given the circumstances of the games, the power of Juventus, and ha- hammered them in, in the second half in 99, beat them 3-0 in 2003, didn't hammer them last night, but free, I don't think any other club in world football has got that record. That's a draw. Yeah, yesterday you would have set up for a draw. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You could stand up yesterday afternoon, though, to be fair. Um, how many drinks did you have yesterday? Uh, half a bottle of whiskey, I think, in that pub, didn't we? Yeah, it was a It was horrendous. Another reason why we got off early, because the fact that we felt like death, that was the other one, but, yeah. No, it was good. That, I mean, look, it's, you know, people were all sort of going on about don't want to go to Chilling because it's a bin and all this kind of stuff. I like it. I know people I know, don't. I know, I know players who've lived here who don't. But we haven't been here since 03. Yeah. Uh, I know it, a lot. Yeah, Man- exactly. Imagine Manchester. Exactly. So no, it's the good thing about I've seen you before, like Italy and um, and Spain particularly. You get these opportunities to just sort of disappear up some back street and find a nice little cafe bar and rock up in there, have a bit of you know, a bit of peace and quiet and chat with your mates and all that sort of stuff. And it's just a nice. I love I love the way people from this part of the world sort of just sort of consume food, the way they deal with have a drink and. You know, a, I like that way of life, and uh, you know it's kind of got. It's kind of, they seem to have sort of brought retirement <laughs> culture into their everyday life. Um, so yeah, it's a nice, nice part of the world, and I like. I like it's. Uh, yeah, you've had about ten of them since you've been here. Italy's fantastic. It reminds me a lot of Spain, the Italian and Spanish cities, and the outdoor lifestyle. The decent food, you know, that sort of coffee culture. I know UEFA are getting a lot of stickers at the moment, but I actually want to compliment them for what they've done with bringing the alcohol allowed back in stands and I think that contributes to the amazing atmosphere last night. It was pints of ale flying <laughs> It was like, just brilliant. So you're, you're, you're allowed to take them into the stand? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So everyone was drinking yeah, in view of the pitch? It's just brilliant. Just stood there. Four and five How much pints? was a beer? Five euros. For a lap, like a pint? Yeah. 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 It was brilliant. It was like... Seems to be flying into the Juventus Centre. Mm, uh, not all of them. I just saw one go. It was ale flying all over the cafe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Was there? Yeah. yeah, it was... But do you know what? It was great because they didn't put... It was a great stadium and they didn't put the net in at all. So you actually felt... I know we had the, a bit of minor to get in. We actually felt like a football fan rather than treated badly. Well, before the game, the, light, the lights went out. I love that. And uh, they flashed back on and, and the announcement really was made for the Juventus team and it works. I... I I think exactly. the atmosphere is... You don't always sense to me. Turin's a football city, but the atmosphere, I think, is very very good. He turned to me and went, can't imagine Alan Keegan doing that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> what's, your, what's your view That's towards right. Ronaldo? Were you, were you saying you didn't think the atmosphere was good? I'm surprised how quiet the Juventus fans were. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought pre-game they were lively, and I thought mm. through the game, quite surprised how quiet it was. A bit like yeah. Old Trafford. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was um, Ronaldo, decent. I, I, think, I think Ronaldo, going back to your question, I think Ronaldo... As you called him a cry baby, before, you know, I thought he was ridiculous with his comments after the game. I thought he didn't really handle himself in much class. I actually, apart from the finish, I thought he, he's lost a couple of yards of pace. Not quite he's, he's the just, Ronaldo he was, isn't he? I know, and I think he, he's... he's I, I, do you know what? I'm glad he didn't come back when you see him play like that because everything goes through him. And I also thought, you know, it's one of those things about celebrations. Should you celebrate against your former team? Probably, but I actually thought he looked buzzing to be honest it is good he, do, he does look like he's slightly on the way down but I have said that two or three times before and he's proved me completely wrong with incredible match winning uh, goals and throughout much of the game last night I was thinking we, United don't have those match winning players well, well, but he's but another one who's in line what is it his 13th year or 14th year of his career yeah. I mean 
You know, people people seem to more than that. Yeah, probably sixteenth, seventeenth. Yeah. You know, I think to be still playing at this sort of level. I mean, people have peaks in their, in their careers, and he probably is three, four seasons ago. The level he's still at. Um, this year, that goal he scored in Chirin. This year, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna slow down, but that's when you know his brain takes over. <laughs> The, the classic play, of, I mean, I'm not comparing it to him, but the classic, once he eventually slowed down, but then went quick in the Edwards Tennis. And again, that type of player, if you're, if you're a clever footballer, and he clearly is, then you can, you can carry on at that sort of level. And, you know, he's just a phenomenal athlete and incredible footballer. And it was, think, it was a pleasure to watch. just bought him to win the Champions League? Yeah. Do you think Juventus have bought him to win the Champions League? It's a question. Yeah, well, they have, because yeah. they, they've been finalists twice in the last four years. And they've been beaten both of those times. I was a Juve fan last night, and he was like, we've won the league so many times now, and, and all he wants is the Champions League, because he said to me, he said, we won it in 85. He said, but it doesn't really count because of what happened at, at that night yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he says he's just living now to, to, to have the European Cup. I didn't realise that like, anyone won. Yeah, always, always the bridesmaids, because yeah. they lost Five to finals. Dortmund, yeah. Did believe, we, Barcelona we in 15, yeah. went to Manchester for the... 2003 the final, nil-nil. Yeah. Nil. A yeah. great game of football, even though it was nil-nil. Oh, and he said, um, he said that season, he said, we'd played Milan four times and absolutely hammered them four times. And he said, so I got to Old Trafford, we was like, this is it, you know what I mean, we're going to do it. And then he said, nil-nil, lost on penalties. He said it was the most devastating moment of his fucking life. <laughs> you mentioned the 85 final, and obviously Heisel overshadowed that, but we spoke to, to Brian McClare last week and he was talking about Paul Pogba and saying the great players of world football need to produce in the biggest games. And he said the first example that came to him, which I've never heard before, was Platini in the 85 final putting the ball through to Boniek, which led to a penalty and Juventus scoring the only goal of the game. And Platini was the best player in the world and he played here. Zidane was the best player in the world and he played here. Even though Serie A has declined, they've still continued paying a lot of money, which Mourinho complimented them for, buying Higuain for 90 million, buying Ronaldo. They seem to get it right more than Manchester United. They've got a very structured system. The players are, are ultra fit and, and they got beat 2-1 last night to Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> could make it up, really, could you? Make it up. <laughs> a big build-up. <laughs> a big build-up and they can't even win a game against... Well, what, are we eighth in the league? You know what, though, I still think... <laughs> I think what happened at Old Trafford had a bit of an impact on how they approach United is... They were so far ahead of United at Old Trafford. Yeah. It was an absolute schooling session, that, and it could have been so, so much more if they'd really wanted it to be. And I think that potentially impacted how they approached the game. Because I didn't think Juventus treated United with masses of respect. I think they probably thought, these aren't very good and we can, we can put them away at any time. But the other thing that ultimately you've got to give credit to, it was an absolute, another masterclass from Mourinho, tactically. Very much reminded me of when Van Gaal turned Liverpool over. Brilliant. So bringing on Mata, bringing on Fellaini, yeah, changing just, the game. Yeah, Fellaini is effective. No-one can plan for him. Yeah. Um, I remember someone, somebody said this to me, one Liverpool fan I know, and he said, he said, the problem you've got with Fellaini is you just cannot plan. Nobody knows how to deal with him and how to plan for him. And, we saw, we saw what it was like playing against Fellaini when he was at Everton. You know, he used to cause us miser every time we played him. Um, so, yeah, he's an effective player in, in what he does. Should he be starting in games of football for Manchester United who want to get to an elite level? Probably not. But is he a great person to have in a squad who can come on and do it? Yeah, absolutely he is. So. But, you know, credit where he's due and a manager. And you get the sense with um, Mourinho that he's just 
I've said it a few times. I, I don't think that's. The, I don't think it's the most intelligent United squad we've ever had. Um, and I think there's an argument to say that has Mourinho potentially been trying to be too clever, too technical. And I think he's perhaps worked out that maybe he has to sort of come away from what he likes to do. Because one thing Mourinho's always done is he's always surrounded. People think he's, he's, he surrounds himself by physical players. He surrounds himself by clever players. Um, who can execute some of his stuff. Um, I think that was part of Van Gaal's downfall as well sometimes. So I think he, uh, he clearly now seems to have worked out, hang on, maybe it's me, maybe I'm the one who's got to adapt to these players, not the other way around. And he seems to be starting to work that out now. And, you know, we, we started this week thinking, former good football inside, going there is not going to be easy. Juventus away and City away. I think most people were sort of talking about it being, we could get beaten all three of these. And here they are having two wins on the board and, two, the, and two, the big two one to come. Wins. Sanchez up front on his own. Yeah, I thought he did. I think, I I think, that's, right. well. yeah, I think that's what's did. turning it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you will have seen Mourinho at the end of the game, um, cupping his ears. Brilliant. I thought it was fantastic. It's been a while since I like that. So you like this Mourinho? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Just reacting and yeah. showing his real emotion. <laughs> a bit of passion, yeah. Face of provocation yeah. and abuse. Well, we had Van Gaal, didn't we? And everyone wanted him to come on a touchline, show a bit of emotion to the other fans. Mourinho's doing it. I loved it last night. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Before we come to the immediate post-match after Juventus last night, I'll just ask you all quickly about how you're feeling about the Derby game on Sunday. United's record at, at City is, is actually good. I think four wins in the last eight, and Yeah, it is. It's decent, isn't it? Um... Are we going to win on Sunday? What would, you, would you take a draw? I'd take a draw all day long. All day long. I mean, no, no matter what, how big they think they are, all they care about is this game on Sunday. It's, it means well, cooking the books as well. That's important. Well, <laughs> obviously, um, allegedly the accounting. Um, I read today about Mancini was paid by Al Jazeera and City. <laughs> it's like oh, and he had, so it's unbelievable some of the things that are coming allegedly, out. Allegedly, they've not denied it. Actually, that's true. They, they said he was through the Telegraph and they never they came. Didn't they? That was about a few years ago. Um, no, I, but I'd take, I'd take a draw all day long. I'm, I must admit, I'm more confident than I was, as Steve said before the Bournemouth game. I actually think that this team does get up for some of the big games, um, and I think apart from Chelsea, we've only we've never really been battered under with Mourinho, have we? I think in Chelsea we got battered four 0 but beyond that, he seems to know what to do when he goes to a place. So I don't know; it'd be interesting. Steve Derby quickly. Uh, what a second draw! Yeah, you know, attack a throw in. <laughs> um, I, I, look, we've got to be honest; they are so far ahead of the rest of that league; it is ridiculous. Um, I think if United go and try and have a go at City, they'll, they'll probably get dismantled. Um, United are coming off an away trip, City have had a home trip, um, you know, so you'd expect them to be slightly better prepared. They're just a far, far better football inside, there's no doubt about that. Could United go in there and absolutely reek the place out like he did at Anfield um, a couple of seasons ago when everybody was sort of thinking the same sort of thing? You the know. Europa League game? No, I think it was the league game, the 0 0. Again. Oh, last season, yeah. 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 We, we absolutely stunk the gaff yeah. out and bored them to tears to the point where they didn't know what to do next. That's probably, unfortunately, United's best opportunity. Um, go there, absolutely try and reek the gaff out and get away with some. Um, and, you know, I don't have a problem with that sometimes. There are certain tactics, certain styles, certain formations, certain ways to approach certain games to get the result that you need. I think when he stinks Old Trafford out or sells for 1-0 home wins against teams like Swansea, that's what I think riles United supporters. But, you know, I've got no problem if he goes there uh, with the intention of not getting beat. And if we don't get beat, then I'll take that as a massive positive. But no plans to take a flag in City Way and just saying cheats? Because legally, legally, you could stand by, you could go to court and prove <coughs> that 
You're allowed to do that. Spend enough time in court in my lifetime, mate. Sunday, quickly. It'll be, it'll be messy because we've got the small matter of the Anthony Crawler fight on the Saturday evening. So, Who's Anthony fighting? He's fighting a kid from is he sort of Indonesia, Yardon, Yardon, Yardon. That is the best description of an opponent. He's fighting a kid from Indonesia. <laughs> I've no idea. Sunday? He's kind of taking the words out of my mouth. I just hope United go there and stink the place out and take a 1 0. Sunday? I'd be happy with a draw myself. You know, I can't see. Uh, what have they hit? Six and six in the last two games. So, you know, but you never know with Marino, do you? Like you say, who would have thought they won last night? Uh, maybe a 2-1. So we'll be bringing you a podcast from the game on Sunday. You're doing that. And then you're doing it. <laughs> that would have been Mulligan's then. actually brought one of the highlights of last year when me and Steve, he, he was chatting to me and next minute we got some reviews from City fans and all you heard was F off your blue... So-and-so. Do you know your, your podcast last year after the 3-2 uh, at Derby? I loved it when you just stood in the concourse at the end of the game and there was the singing going on and on and on. I thought this is, this is what the podcast should be doing, among, among other things. And then a couple of months later, somebody complained to me about the sound quality in the concourse. I don't know what they were expecting you to set up a professional sound rig inside the away end with a boom. I mean, what they expected... The rawness is part of the podcast. I mean, I mean you've seen Blackie coming out of the away end at Bournemouth the other day. Sorry, Blackie, these, I told you to shoot it in portrait, these, not landscape. Oh, these frailties are why we don't get nominated for awards, mate. Well, we've forgotten how many? Eight years without being nominated now for the Football Supporters yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Podcast of the Year yeah, Award. It's, it's a travesty, really. Um, well, they're missing out on stories of people having a shit on the outside yeah, the neighbour's house. Yeah, 11 quid hotels, people shitting in the street, in mowing on Berto's back garden. <laughs> I'm quite happy where we're at. We could have this, and then the next week we can have, you know, a footballer on it. We've got the international break. <coughs> I spoke to Chris Eagles. He's got an interesting um, story, not one that Incredible eyebrows. is really told, and he's got impressive eyebrows as well. And we've got some decent podcasts lined up for the international break. But here's the post-match reaction from the game inside the Juventus Stadium. And with the former Liverpool captain, Jamie Carragher, um, Manchester United... Two Juventus one, or should it be Juventus one, Manchester United two? It's <laughs> lovely to say that to someone like you. Well, it's been a bad 24 hours actually watching uh, Liverpool and then watching uh, getting that winning goal there. I thought it was all sewn up, going to be two or three, but I uh, actually think United started the game well. Uh, you were expecting to sit back, but they actually pressed from front. I actually felt a little bit sorry for Sanchez actually coming off. I mean, he didn't do anything out of this way, but he was making runs, he was working hard, he was trying to press. Uh, I think that might be the position for him going forward. There's a lot more movement there than maybe you're getting with Delkaku. I was, I was surprised Pogba stayed on the pitch, uh, to be honest. When I saw Fellaini and Mata uh, coming on, obviously both sort of similar position, you know, midfield or just off the front, and uh, I thought he might come off. Uh, but that's why Jose Mourinho uh, gets paid the big money, uh, I think, because he was obviously very close to what happened in the, uh, the winning goal. But listen... Back to the Alex Ferguson days, isn't it? The, Fantastic uh, results for United, though. It's massive result, not just because it's Juventus, but because it's... Uh, if you don't see it tonight, the group is looking a little bit thingy. Yeah. You know, have to go yeah. to Valencia, it's not to easy. To win. To, yeah, or to avoid defeat in Valencia, yeah, it's very exactly. difficult. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think it's, it's a massive win on two fronts. One, you've beaten one of the best teams in the tournament, and number two, you've probably put, your, basically put yourselves in the, in the next round. What about Anthony Martial? Uh, 
I mean, I said something on Monday Night Football with, with Gary when we were speaking about him. I feel he's either 9 out of 10 or 4 or 5 out of 10, and you, you can't be 9 out of 10 every week. It's impossible. So he wasn't 9 out of 10 uh, tonight. He's, he's quiet. I think he's, he's probably to take him to the next level. He's not scoring 2 or 3 every game, because that's impossible. No, only Messi and Ronaldo do that, but try and find a 7 out of 10 performance. That's what you want most weeks. 7 out of 10, and then you'd have the unbelievable game where you score two, maybe every four or five, and maybe every other four or five, you'd have a, a poor performance. But just getting that sort of consistency where even if he doesn't score, you think, oh, he was a threat. Every, you know, the defender playing against him thinks, oh, I don't, I don't want to play against him again. I just think he just needs to... Maybe that'll come with more maturity, a bit more consistency, playing. It looks like he's, he's a guaranteed starter now. Probably the first time, I think, under Mourinho, where you'd say... He plays left wing. I'm, I don't think probably Sanchez is going to get that spot back, so maybe that's why he'll have to do a bit more at centre-forward. Juan Mata's free kick was superb. I mean, this is a man who scored two goals at Anfield. Which of those two moments would be better as a professional footballer? Well, I've scored two goals at Anfield in a Manchester United-Liverpool game, so it's, uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, I'm a massive fan of Juan Mata. I honestly think he's been one of the top foreign players of his time. Not one of the top of all time, but you know, certainly when he went to Chelsea, he was like he was their best player. I think for two or three years, he went to United. Uh, didn't do as well at United as he did at Chelsea, but he's never played really off. He's always felt like a squad player, or never had the, the trust of the uh, of the manager, whoever's involved. And he just looks like a great lad, great professional. Never complains. Always comes on, does a job. Always scores goals. I don't know what his goal record is for United, but always feels like he'll pop up with a goal. He's always got that about him. And, uh, I mean, what a free kick. It was only Chesney, though, wasn't it? <laughs> Thank you for your time, Jamie. With Wes Brown after the game. Wes, Juventus 1, Manchester United 2. That is a fantastic scoreline. Oh, unbelievable result. I mean, we pushed our luck a little bit there, I think. But, I mean, to come back at the end and... I mean, what, what a free kick. Um, first of all, from Mata. And then, you know, when Mata and Fellaini come on, we just... We got a few chances, you know, and, and we put them away. So, I mean, a lot to be buzzing with that. These are difficult to beat here. And, um, difficult to beat Old Trafford. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, this, is, this is why we love football. But we should have been. Juventus won. <laughs> why are you laughing? I'm just laughing. Well, medicals do happen in Italy, don't they? <laughs> let, let me have a moment. Juventus won. Manchester United, two. Pat Creran. They're out playing the first half and they've been two or three nil for them. You wouldn't have been surprised. But the courage they've got, United. How did they do it? I thought it was only Alec Fergus. Teams that have done it, done it. But to come back and do that against a top-class team who have still got a chance of winning the whole competition, I think. Absolutely fantastic. Football's wonderful sometimes, isn't it? Crazy. Crazy. The older you get, the more you realise how crazy it is. You're, you're getting older, so you know that, don't you? Of course, you're getting older. Right? I'm not half as you. Not, well, probably I'm half as old as you in these days. But, oh, bloody um, Matters for a kick was fantastic, wasn't it? Absolutely wonderful. We just interviewed him there now. And Stuart was asking him about the free kick. He does a lot of practising on it, he says. Yeah. He's, he's done it so often now that any Manchester United supporter will tell you. Any free kick outside the 18-yard line, he's got a chance of putting in the net. Which other United players impressed you? I just thought the courage. I mean, they were being outplayed at times, but just the bravery. Sometimes when you're getting outplayed like Andy, you give in. Mm. But they wouldn't, United. 
I just think it was a, just a total team effort. What about the Juventus players? I thought they were a terrific side. Great goal honestly, for Cristiano, I, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a fantastic goal. But, but you're not surprised by him scoring goals like that because we've seen, we've seen him do it all that often down through the years. I still think they've got a chance of winning at Juventus. That's how good they are. That result will lift the Everybody. United massively, hasn't it? Oh. If we were talking a month ago when the move was on the floor, we've had a really good run of results now. Andy, let me tell you something. You were looking at United before they went to Bournemouth. Would they get a result at Bournemouth? We weren't sure. They did get a result at Bournemouth. Didn't fancy them to get a result tonight. They've got a result tonight. Don't fancy them to get a result at City. Will they get a result at City? I'm sure they can tweak the result. Anyway, City to make it look... Oh, the way the things are going on there at the moment. <laughs> it's just it's just well, incredible. United's recent record at City is actually very good. Yeah, very good, yes. I think you've yes. won four of the last eight oh, games. Well, the, City you, the best team in England at the Well, moment. if you remember last year, in actual fact, United were totally outplayed in the first half and finished up winning the game, surprising everybody. But just the courage of the team, the courage of the players, and... Tonight, that'll give them a great belief that they can do it with anybody. What did you make of Alexis Sanchez? I thought he played very well, actually. He worked his socks off, which he does that all the time. And Anthony Martial, he's probably the most informed player, isn't he, at the moment? I think he's had a more nightmare, yeah. A nightmare to play against. If you're a full-back and you get one against one, he is a nightmare for you. Because he's going to take you on all the time. He's not going to go past you all the time. But I'll tell you something, 90% of the time he will go by you. And two or three times tonight, he, he beat a player, he got a crossing. You know, yeah. There wasn't a Van Nistelrooy waiting at the end of no, it. Unfortunately, he's, no, unfortunately. He's, he's a dangerous player, isn't he? Oh, you wouldn't want to play against him. And he's in the form of his life at the moment, in actual fact. So what are you going to do? You're going to basically go out clubbing in Turin and celebrate? All night. I'm bloody back to Manchester. You're flying back tonight? You're flying back now. And well, we're going back to the team, but I'm not sure what time the flight's taking off, about 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock or something like that. What time? Why is are you going out? I'm, I'm not going out, no, mate. I'm not going out. Because well, you all. do, I'll phone your missus and tell her. You can phone me, <laughs> and I'll phone yours as well, <laughs> right? Um, you've played in Italy a few times with United. What's yeah. your greatest memory from playing here? You must have had a good fight over the years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we always had a fight when you came. The Italians in those days were, were, were nasty. Milan in 69, wasn't that the semi final? Yeah, we course. were robbed. Yeah. We were robbed at By a referee, yeah. 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 I, I don't know if the referee's alive or today, but how do you say without being sued? Um, the referee was dodgy, to say the least. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, God, in the late, middle 60s, Early 70s. I had a conversation, God bless him, with Bill Shankly at that time. He had great success with Liverpool. Yeah. He thought the referees were at it with the, with the Italian, Italian teams. teams. Yeah. That we all thought that at that time. That referee you're talking about, he actually lives in Sale in Manchester now. What referee? The one you're talking about from Milan in 69. He moved to Manchester. Bugger off. <laughs> so now... He's opened an Italian restaurant, had he? I'd go in there, I love Italian restaurants. So now... Um, if United can beat young boys at home, yes. they've got to be favourites to do that. Yes. They can do something which I didn't thought I'd be saying an hour ago, which is go to Valencia and already be qualified. Well, we, 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 Depending we, we, on how yeah. Valencia do against you. Oh, they'll, 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 they'll beat young boys at Old Trafford. They'll yeah. win that game. Yeah. And wow. just it'd be then, I'm not sure you're better than me. Who do we play after the Valencia game? Um, what? I'm not sure. In in the league. In the league, yeah. Um, a few. It's Fulham a few days before it. 
and Arsenal before that. I'm not sure who the game oh, immediately sure. after is. Well, it makes um, some players there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, anyway, if you're Manchester United, you're going for everything. Yeah. They can't afford to drop points in the league anymore. They've got to have a, a real go at that as well. So that tonight, the result, is an incredibly good result. To beat that team away from home. Because I know they were good in the first half tonight, but the first half at Old Trafford, I've never seen oh, such a one-sided It could be three or four in the first half at Old Trafford. They were terrific. And you, I've still got the feeling they've got a great chance of winning it. I yeah. think to win the European Cup, somebody will have to beat them. Yeah. Somebody will have to knock them out. I don't think United are at that level yet, overall. Well, when you see to that, to, no, but when you see that tonight, it I gives... they won it. I just they won the old competition. Where's the final this year? I'm not even bothered to You're check. Ukraine, is it? Is it? No, it was, yeah, it was last year because Liverpool played. Well, that was close. Um, no, I know where it is. It's, it's in Madrid. I can see oh, the stars aligning yeah, now. Yeah. You went to Madrid in 68. Yeah. Three each. Come from yeah. three, three, one down. Yeah. And this year, Manchester United could get there, win it. We're gonna, would you go out all night if we won it this year? If we won the European yeah, Cup? Can I hold you to this now? Maybe a bit. Well, but, but in terms of the European Cup final finishes, it's midnight anyway. Right, but so four in the morning. I'm getting too old for that. How old are you now? 79, you right. know how old I am, don't you? <laughs> so if we win the European Cup this year... If, I'll be out celebrating the Until 4 a.m. I'm holding you till 4 a.m. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Are you buying? We'll, I'll buy it. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. Pay for your hotel as well if you want. No, I'm not bothered about that. Just pay the wine bill. All right. <laughs> Actually, I'd rather pay the hotel than you. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Paddy. You're welcome, Andy. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans.